Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Green Door Podcast. I am Danda Russo, your host and the creator of this podcast and all things Green Door. So after a very turbulent summer, where my soul seemed to have gone into hibernation, I am finally coming out at the other end of the tunnel with some much, much needed wisdom. And the crazy part is that it's nothing new. It's nothing that I didn't know before, but somehow I allowed myself to get tricked into that vortex again. How did that happen? That is what I want to talk about today in this episode of The Green Door. All right, so let me backtrack a bit here and start from the very beginning. Some of you or many of you may not be familiar with that term and could be asking, but what what is a trigger? Like in a gun? And the answer is yes. Just like in a gun, but this is an imaginary and much more powerful gun because it's used by us against us. I'm not sure I follow. Okay, let me offer you a visual for a trigger. Let's imagine here for a moment that We have a grenade at the very bottom of a well, and attached to that grenade, tied to it, there is a string, and you have no control of who or when or where that string can be pulled. So the string is the trigger, and the grenade is a trauma that we suffered at some point in our, our lives that is etched so deep in our subconscious that we buried it. We just dumped at the very bottom of this well. But at a minute's moment, or with a comment, a situation, or even a person, somehow that string can be pulled and that grenade can explode, awakening a nasty feeling in ourselves with such intensity that we automatically react. And when that happens, it makes it impossible for us to control that reaction. But wait, wait, is this true? Or is this where the lie begins? Are we really incapable of controlling our triggers? And the answer is, for the most part, yes. So, After being sucked into the rabbit hole again, which I previously mentioned as my turbulent summer, I found myself hostage of my own trigger, and I might say I was in a pretty dark place for a while. And it took me much longer to come back to the surface than I imagined. With that lesson, I had one of the most intense green door moments, which is the more knowledge we acquire The more our soul elevates, the higher the fall when we recur in our old patterns. So let me put it this way. The more awareness expands, the more responsible we become for our actions and for ourselves. Right? This is a clear scenario where when we don't have the clarity 
that we're making a mistake, it's kind of like a jail-free card in a game of Monopoly. Remember the board game, the game of life from the first episode? So here we go. You didn't know. You didn't know better. You made that mistake. You had no intention. The universe comes around and says, all right, here's what you did wrong. Don't do it again. I'm giving you the tools to deal with this the next time. And I'll let it slide this time. Of course, you're going to be hurt and you're going to be upset because whatever mistake you made, but life moves on, right? Time passes and the lesson presents itself again. And guess what we do? We relapse. We relapse. We know the trigger is there and still we have no control. By the time that we realize we fail, it already happened. So this time, because we had the awareness and the tools to deal with that, it's like aggravating circumstances in a crime. You know, when you commit a crime and they say, oh, and there are aggravating circumstances to that. And the person cannot plead ignorance because they had been there before. So the universe assumes, all right, I gave you the map. I gave you the knowledge. And yet, you fail again. And it is that very feeling of failure that I call our aggravating circumstances. It's not the mistake itself, but it's the guilt. Deep inside, we think we had the awareness, we had the tools to deal with that. We have been there before so many times, but yet I failed. And that is when we get sucked into the rabbit hole. And do you know what Jefferson Airplane would say about that? When we allow a trigger to control the outcome of our journey and we don't have the understanding, we learn, we grow. But when we allow ourselves to be controlled by the triggers repeatedly and we have a clear reading of it, we fail twice. Because now, not only we need to deal with the downfall of the events, but with the disappointment of not acting in our best interest. And that is when we get stuck. So I start doing some digging and trying to figure out how and what I needed to do in order to change the odds in my favor. How could I make myself so strong and aware that nothing could sneak up on me and take control of my life? At that point, I got to tell you guys, I had been chasing the rabbits for a while, and I had barely begun to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you know, it's when you do the work to get out of your own shit, that the fog around you gets thinner. It slowly dissipates and creates possibilities for new energy to enter into your field. At this point, I got an invite, a very unusual invite to attend a wellness retreat in Barcelona. And normally, I would have deleted the email with a very rational reason, like, I don't have time or I can't leave right now. 
Who's going to travel that far for wellness anyway, right? But this time, something was different. I don't know what came over me, but I immediately signed up. And then I proceed to picking up the phone and calling my ride or die, my sister, just in case I haven't mentioned her before. And I told her, you're coming with me. We're going to Barcelona. And I hung up before she could say no. So here we go. We're on our way to Barcelona. We almost missed our connecting flight in Chicago. And we were so dead tired when we got there. We're in a new country. I had never been in Barcelona. That was my first time. And all the, you know, new food, meeting new people, seeing new things, experiencing a different culture. It was overwhelming. And I was jet lagged to hell and gone. By nightfall, it was time to go to bed. I had been traveling for extenuous hours and a nine-hour time difference. So I showered and I lay down and I look at Lucy, my sister, and she says, this room is so nice, no TV. I immediately plopped back up. What? What do you mean no TV? That is an essential part of my routine. I need a TV to fall asleep. So I glance around and I saw the phone and I contemplated calling the front desk, but I was so tired that I didn't. My thoughts were, I'll ask them about it tomorrow. So the next day, I forgot. I was so in the moment and jet-legged, I'm a bad, bad case of it that I forgot until it was time to go to bed again. And then I slept again. The third day, I was attending a yin class. It was led by this instructor who looked and sounded like an angel. She was absolutely stunning in her energy and in her physical body. And she asked all of us to set an intention at the beginning of the practice. So my intention was clarity. And boy, did clarity I got. I was laying there, and I heard this voice saying, clarity only comes when we take a moment to listen. And right there, everything clicked at that right moment. How was I going to stop the triggers from controlling me? All I had to do was to pause, to take a moment before reacting. Take a moment. Just like the TV. If I had called the front desk and inquired about the TV on the first night, they probably would have told me that they had no TVs in the rooms because it was a wellness retreat. And I would have been upset because I had the preconceived notion that I could not fall asleep without a TV in the room. That was my routine. I've been doing that since I can recall being an adult. But that is not true, is it? I slept even better and quicker without the TV. The fact that I was able to put that in the back burner and wait until the next day to make that inquiry made that event less important. And the next day, 
it was an oppressing subject, and I let it go. Because by the third day, I was glad I didn't have a TV in my room. That brought me back to reality with the key to deal with my triggers. Suddenly, this imagery came rushing into my mind of a course that I had taken many years ago on Kabbalah. And their first lesson was pause. What a pleasure. How could have I forgotten it? It was already there. The answer was already in. And the gist of the lesson is, when we react, we let the shadow in. We give our power away. We allow external circumstances and strangers to control our destiny. When we take a beat, we have time to allow for the toxic energy to dissipate, preventing it from entering our energy field. And that makes us strong. We take a moment, clarity presents itself, so we can decide to act with wisdom, with faith, with assertiveness. A reaction is defined by external factors, like triggers, hence the name. They trigger a reaction on us because we forget to pause. Now, does that mean the triggers are going to disappear? Sorry, the answer is no. They're always going to be there. But so is the pause. And for triggers that are related to people, sometimes we can try and have a conversation afterwards. However, it is my humble opinion that when people intentionally pull that little string to detonate that grenade, it's because we're not in the same level that provides for a lucid conversation. So all we have to do really is to allow ourselves to be a vessel for the light to shine so bright on us, by us, and through us that the darkness cannot hide anywhere near us. So right after that green door experience, I think it goes without saying, but all the moments for the rest of our trip, they unraveled in perfect synchronicity with the kindness of the universe. And I was once again so grateful for being reminded that all the answers that we search for are within us. All we have to do is to connect to our higher selves. And the way to do that, the way to reclaim our power and the control of our narrative is to take a breather to take a pause and let clarity present itself. Let the fog dissipate and let the veil be lifted. And then and only then we will be able to see the things, the events, and the people for what they are and not through the glasses of our traumas and not through the glasses of our triggers. We will be able to make a conscious and wise decision and to untie that string to that grenade. And this is it for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Reclaim your power. Don't ever forget about that. 
And if you have any stories or any Green Door moments that you want to share, email us at thegreendoor33 at gmail.com. This is me going. Green Door, what's that secret you're keeping?